Hey guys, this is the Actors Diet Podcast. I'm Lin Chen, and I'm just going to jump right into this interview with my friends Joy and Corey because it's a long one, but it's a good one. So, here we go. I think this is, let me see what podcast number this is. This is podcast number, I think you guys might be 20. Ooh! Wow. Hold I on. I love Let listening me see. to them. They're great. Thank you. She just went with you. Michelle Kuzik. Yes. Ah. You guys are number 20. Oh, that seems auspicious. Yes. Nice round number. N- and number two for my first interview with two. Oh. So would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Corey Brill. I'm Joy Asmansky. We're married. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I looked at the mic to say my name. Hello, Mike. Hi. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> And um, I, I feel like I, I've been lucky enough to know you guys since before you were married. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough to eat with you guys over the years many, many times. I haven't noticed a change in your diets that much. Well, I guess a little bit. But why don't you talk a little bit about how life has changed as single people and as married people? Let me think. Well, well when Corey cooks... He's a really good cook. That is true. And so um, I feel like that's been nice for me. Um, I encourage you to do more of that, but he's a good cook. And then it's always it's always nice to have someone around to appreciate your cooking. And mm-hmm. Corey is very appreciative. Like, mm. you know, you hear you hear tales about partners who take for granted what you know their other partner cooks for them. Corey never does. I set a plate of scrambled eggs in front of him. He's like, Oh my god, those look amazing. Like, I don't know. Why? But he has this gift of making you feel really good about whatever you make. Because I didn't have to do anything <laughs> at all. The food just appears in front of me. Yeah, but I appreciate that it, you make it like a miracle each time. No. <laughs> Makes me feel good. That's very sweet. But I'm sure your scrambled eggs are particularly are special. Really Joy, if I know you, there is no such thing as just a plate of scrambled eggs. I do like scrambling eggs. I, I make them in a cast iron skillet. Uh-huh. And um, when I figured that out, it changed everything. Is it because you do it low and slow, or? I do it, you know what? I make sure the pan is pretty freaking hot. Oh. And I put the oil in and make sure it's like tss, And uh-huh. then when you, I like, I wait for that sound, of that sound when I pour in the eggs, and, that, and then I know it's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I, you know what I do is I keep them moving. Keep them moving. Push them around a lot, push them around. And then I turn down the heat. Once spoon? I turn down. Wooden, Wooden spoon? Wooden spoon. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and so there's sort of that, moist custardy thing. I, I'm not a dry, neither one of us likes dry scrambled eggs. No. It's like akin to, you know, <laughs> criminal. <laughs> do, you, do you both like, so you're yolk fans? You're not opposed to yolk on, mm-hmm. on a burger? Love, or a, oh, the runnier the better. Yeah. Or a pizza? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. But I didn't used to be like that. It used to gross me out. Now I love it. Okay. Now you guys both do, when I first met you guys, you were doing videos. Oh, yeah. Food videos, and um, can you talk a little bit about that and what that was like shooting food videos and, and eating together? Yeah. Sure. Well, we started doing this several years ago during a quiet period for me, career-wise. I was in between jobs, as I often am. And, this, uh, and I was doing some temp work for a company called Hungry City Guides. That uh, It's like a younger, hipper Zagat's book. <clears throat> And is that I, how you say it? Zagat? Zagat? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I think it's Zagat. I think it's Zagat also. I, but I don't, I don't know. I think every podcast episode I've pronounced it differently. <laughs> <laughs> that book. And I found a little flip video camera in their office pantry. And I was like, what is this for? And uh, the woman who owned the business said, oh, we were thinking about doing some videos about restaurants. And I said, well, let me borrow this. And then I think two days later, we came in with our first little video uh, about a Vietnamese place downtown called Blossom. It was a three-minute video. And we started doing those. We did probably, I don't know, 10 different restaurants around LA and then started doing not just restaurants, but any kind of business that we were fans of. But it was a great way to explore the food in LA. And we happened to be right at the beginning of Umami Burger. I think they only had one location when we did a video about them. The one on La Brea? Yeah. Yeah. And Adam was in there the day oh, we went right. in to shoot the video. Awesome. So we got to talk to him. Yeah. We had no idea 
the meaning of that. We were just like, this is awesome burger, and you're awesome for making it. And there have been some other restaurants. I think, what was the uh, the Mexican place that now has several locations? The one at the Farmer's Market. Loteria. Loteria Grill. Oh, and Mochica. We were at the, Mochica. when Mochica was still down at, like, USC area in a little strip mall. Wow. Right. And now it's like, boom, right up 7th. Yeah. That was just happy accidents. It was great. You have good taste. <laughs> I guess we, we have we're trendsetters without knowing food. it. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Well, let's talk a little bit about what... I'm, I'm curious, actually, because I don't... I'm trying to think. Have I ever, have ever had anyone on Broadway on this podcast? I don't oh. think so. Can we talk a little bit about what that's like um, eating for the stage um, in terms of for energy and what, what mm. a, a typical day might have looked like? Sure. Well, I... Um, I tend to wake up late anyway because I've usually been out after a show with friends and so I wake up like you know after 10 and I usually would start the day with like uh, scrambled eggs <laughs> and uh, a cup of coffee and then work my way to the theater I find that like I usually would only have one meal before uh, during the day before a show hmm. um, a big like, meal? Yeah. Well, I mean, like the scramble, and then, and then, then a lunch dinner. Yeah, like uh, some. If I start late in the day, then I only need two meals before Mm. the show. I found. Uh huh. It wasn't a science though, too. If I was hungry, I ate. Well, you know the availability of that pizza in New York, like pizzas everywhere. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm just gonna go grab a slice. Yeah. yeah, that pizza, that, that slice culture does not exist here. No. Well, and plus when you're doing theater, everybody brings food to the theater every mm. day. It feels like you go down to the green room and somebody has brought in some baked thing that they've done. So there's always food around. And we would have potluck dinners every once in a while. Really? Yeah, and uh, when I was doing Bengal Tiger at the Baghdad Zoo, it was during the, um, do you remember when everyone thought the world was going to end? I mean, all the far Oh, that's right. The Mayan people. calendar thing? Was it that, the Mayan? Maybe or, it was. It was the Ascension. Everyone was. Oh, right. Okay. Is, Who can keep called? track of the end of the world? It was one of those end of the world things. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, the good the people rapture. were. The rapture. Yes. The rapture. And everyone right. was talking about the rapture. So we had a last day on earth party where everybody <laughs> brought in. The idea was to bring in like bunker food. You know, there was a lot of spam Oh, um, like, like things you put things in there. That, yeah, c- cans of beans that people have had for fun. a long time. Yeah, it was really fun. I forget what I made. No, I couldn't think something of anything. Something with cheese whiz. Maybe it was Something that you didn't whiz. spoil yeah. ever. Terrifying. And that was fun. when did you eat this in terms of the oh, performance? Oh, they were usually, we would do these between shows on Saturdays or Sundays. Okay, so between a matinee and the evening performance. Yeah, so Got that it. people didn't have to go off and fend for themselves. Hmm. And you said you went out afterwards. Is that was that a like a usual thing you after you were done? For me, like, yeah. Back. I mean, there were generally there would be somebody who had seen the show that night that was a friend of mine and or a family member, and but even if there wasn't, uh, there were a couple places right near the theater where everybody would go after the show. And Corey's on a first name basis with bartenders. <laughs> right around that area, yeah. <laughs> Which is so smart. He got so many free beers. Thank you, Glass House. And one thing that's really neat is that, like, you're part of this for a brief while. You're part of this community where everybody's on the same clock, pretty much. So Mm -hmm. when your show gets done, you go to the bar, and inevitably, people from other shows, cast members from other shows, are coming in. And you're talking about the audiences that night. And strangely, you know, if one theater had a bad audience, the others did too. You know, like Tuesday nights are always rough. Something in the water. Something, yeah. There's some kind of phenomenon where people, uh, yeah, there's there's a commonality between audiences, I think. Weird. You know, it's funny. I associate, having lived in New York for many years, I associate going to go see Broadway with dinner. And, you know, like dinner, and then you go see a show. Yeah. But I'm wondering for you now, since you're not associating dinner with going with 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 a show, if you still have those kinds of cravings, or if you are not, if your stomach like gets tied up in knots, and you're like, ah, I'm not gonna eat. Yeah, I can't eat too much like before a show. I, I like to have it kind of empty yeah. the whole time. But I know people that are that handle that completely differently, and they want a full stomach. There is nothing worse, right, than being halfway through the show and being starving backstage. <laughs> right. It's distracting. But um, 
but I need to feel light somehow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. Um, Joy, how is it for you when you're working? Same. You want to feel light? Yeah, I don't like, because food makes generally, even if it's like a kale salad, I don't know, I get tired after mm-hmm. I eat, and so I can nap like that after I eat something. So yeah, I prefer to be uh, light and just feel primed, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to feel sleepy. It takes so much attention and focus. I need all every ounce of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard enough. If I eat a spaghetti dinner beforehand, I'm screwed. Like, there's no way. It seems harder for TV because you have, because you do much more mm. TV, there's really often good food oh, there yeah. the craft services it's like, just there I couldn't I can never resist I don't do much TV but when I do it's like it's I want that 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 yeah it's a that. giant trough of free make food. me an omelet yeah 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 yeah. Mm. yeah yeah. you have to be careful though because especially since you know those days you're 90% of the time you're just sitting around right right so you get so logy if you're not careful like well what 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 does it go to for you do you have a typical order Let's see. Yeah, like if they have one of those omelet trucks, which those things are awesome, then I'll do then I'll do a breakfast thing because if I if I feel like I'm starting out right and you know it takes so much time to get into hair and makeup and then by the time you're actually doing anything that meal is gone. <laughs> it's it's a thing of the past. So yeah, those omelet stations are awesome. I'll do like a omelet with meat and veggies and drink a big cup of coffee and but as the day progresses, I'm I'm hesitant to like sometimes they have those big grill trucks and they'll do like slabs of ribs uh-huh. and it smells amazing but I don't know I feel like that stuff stays with you in a different way than yes you know and mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to be re-experiencing it three hours later yes know? especially <laughs> when they're it's a quiet scene and right. they're waking yes. you up yes <laughs> and, or your wardrobe's like bisecting you or something already right. I've worn wardrobe where I'm like oh this is like torture so yeah I'll try to eat vegetables and fruit during the day, or nuts. I'll snack on nuts to stay full, and because uh, there's that fine line, you don't want to not eat and then feel sort of faint or unfocused. But yeah, and if I'll have those donuts. I eat those donuts off that thing. Yeah, they're free. <laughs> well, sure. Joy's about to go in December to do a show out of town. Yeah, and that always brings up a tricky thing of what to take with you. You oh, know, right. uh, what to because you can often uh, the theater will pay to for you to ship things. To, well, oh, Corey, to Corey just did a show at the same theater, and yeah, they they paid for they'll no, pay for four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds of Lara bars. Yeah, I'm like, it's like some, can you? <laughs> it's some rule from like the twenties, I think, when people had like steamer trunks, <laughs> oh, yeah. and and it just it's like left over, and it's still understood that theaters should you know offer to to pay for oh, four hundred right. pounds of shipping. That's right. So some people are really good at this, where they have basically a mini kitchen waiting for them that they've shipped to themselves, a road kitchen with spices and cut you know knives. Really? Um, because it's always tricky. You get to a new place, and they'll have a, a lovely apartment for you, but it doesn't have things like saran wrap or coffee filters. Or, or yeah, garlic powder. Like right, mm-hmm. right. And you may not be close enough to a grocery store well, and pick those things up. You don't want to go or... buy a whole thing of, right. of yeah that you're not going to use all of it. I so, understand. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if you're going to yes. do that. Ship yourself. Let's a play a game. Yeah. What will Joy ship oh, herself? Oh, okay, this, that's great. Okay, well, I definitely ship the cast iron skillet, which must Whoa. take up how many <laughs> there, pounds? There you go. 400 pounds. pounds. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't someone in your cast ship one or buy yeah, one? Yeah, so shipped it. I would do that. I would, uh, I ship that. God, what else would I ship? It's those spices. That's very smart. Yeah. yeah. Shipping yourself spices. Or like spice blends. Yeah, like Maybe mixing up right. some pre-made. Ooh, that's a good idea. I'd probably ship myself some like uh, spice blends for chili. Like things that I could make in big batches. Mm-hmm. And then just eat for the week. Because I'm happy to do that. Like I don't need a whole lot of variety. Mm-hmm. I can happily subsist on the same meal for five days. This last time I shipped myself a nice knife. Oh, oh yeah. Nice kitchen knife. That's a... Actually, so that's huge. Yeah, no, that's very good advice. Yeah. That's a great thing to put in. And especially shipping it so that you're not... Right, you don't look like a psychopath. <laughs> Carrying it about with you. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite knife? I do. What is it? I don't know. 
Is it a ceramic knife? I'm obsessed with those now. Uh, we have one out at the cabin, and I love it. Aren't they great? It's so, it's light. Yes. A hankle. A hankle. Oh, I believe Hankel. that is one of the best. Chef knife. Beautiful. Yeah, he has a knife, and I have a knife. Mine is a knife. I got it. <laughs> you surf- both have knives. Yes. I got <laughs> I mine at that. surface, we, we and I love Because mine is much smaller, because that, to me, is a great knife, but from, from the size of my hand and my ability, that's too much knife. Yeah, they do say that a knife is a very personal thing. I have—I don't have a his and hers knife, but oh, look at your knife! I love her that knife thing. is little. Yeah. His 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 knife is a lot big. And what kind is yours? It's a, it's a surface. Surface. I, I love that thing. Yeah. Do you know? Um, <laughs> do 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 you remember how? how you bought it, like if you tried it out and... My sister recommended this type of knife to me. She said if you just, all you need is one really good all-purpose knife. Mm-hmm. And I'd had those gigantic knife sets, and they're, you know, they're crap. Yes. Like you get 30 knives and they're all crap. Yes. So like, what's the point? So I was like, okay. She said a really good knife and a really nice bamboo cutting board. My sister's a really good cook. And I was like, okay. And she said, and get one that feels super comfortable for you. The weight of it is nice and it's not too big. And for me, that one was perfect. And I love using it. You were talking about the cabin just a a little bit before. Can you explain to the listeners about the cabin and and what, what you've stocked it with? Oh, yeah, that's a good. Well, we have a cabin in the woods, like literally a cabin in the woods. And we were lucky because it came fully furnished. Mm. And the drawers came full of stuff. Like, that was fun. That's kind of fun. Yeah, some of it was like, we're going to get rid of this. But uh, a lot of it is totally usable. But we did buy um, two knives, an, a big knife and then a paring knife. And they're the ceramic ones. And they're great. Was there anything you found in the cupboards that you mm. were like, I would normally never use this, but then you might have found a new use for it or, or something that you discovered? No, not that we uh, have. There was a slow cooker. There was oh, a slow cooker in there that I, I've been yeah. Every time I think about owning one, I'm like that'd be smart, and then I forget immediately. But there's one out there, and we've used it to make chili and once, but still. We found two pallets. I mean, large, like uh, Costco size oh, yeah. things of. Vienna sausages. Whoa. They're so gross. Oh, man. They're like, they look like appendages. Strangely, these cans of mushrooms in brandy wine sauce. So brandy wine. I don't even know. Corey, really I'm like, throw it away, throw it away. Corey's like, like I mean, no, no, I gotta crack it open. Oh, I'm like, go away, go away, do that far away. I think that might be a Thanksgiving donation. Uh, he opened the can and ate all of them out of I the did. can. And I think the expiration date, I mean, I think we were still good. But it was a strange. It was Jeez. a strange combination of things to find, like that and diet coke. It was diet coke, brandy wine mushrooms, and and uh, Vienna sausage. That is very strange. Boxes and boxes of Kleenex. Oh well, that's so okay. great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, some odd food items. Lots of pasta sauce. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> we we did get rid of a lot. A lot of those Vienna things. sausages. Did you yeah. ever eat those? I've never eaten it, and no. I don't know if I ever will because in Nice Girls Crew. They built um, a castle out of Vienna sausages, and it started to really stink oh, yeah. at the end of the day. They rank at first, so I can only imagine. It was like, really hours not later. pleasant to like sit in front of it and stare at it. I mean, who God knows what's in those things? All the bits of a pig that you don't want to think about. I don't. Oh, oh. I liked them when I was a kid. It's one of those things that you look back and you're like, I ate. I loved a lot of disgusting things. And I oh, still, yeah. like, have a little bit of a, like, Chef Boyardee ravioli uh, in my head right now. Like, delicious. Is, is amazing. And I like those little, Pillows. Those little delicious. smokies. Yeah. Those I like. Uh, little smokies. The Vienna sausages, the color grosses me out. They're flesh colored. They look disgusting. And they're kept in liquid. What does it say? Liquid? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oi. They're floating in their own disgust. Mm. It's foul. Oi, oi, oi. But you can't throw them away when they're free. and then you're Yes, you can. can. That's the difference. Corey won't burn a candle because he's, I'm like, that's what it's for. Burn the candle. And he's like, no, 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 we can't burn the it. candle. I'm like, oh my God. So what do your, what do your cupboards look like? either at the cabin or here, that 
like are they more reflection of one of you more than more so than the other or are they sort of both of yours do you have like a his and hers or you combine they're com- they're combined and i think we we each have the things that we prefer like you love smoked almonds yeah i do like so we try to have those or some form of nut i like having a bar around i'm really into those um this bar saves lives bars because oh yes! I you love told me their, about those. Not only are they amazing product, but they also taste amazing, which is nice. So I'm really into those. They're like an energy bar. Yeah, they're like uh, more like a granola bar, but you know, made with really good ingredients. Okay. And um, it's like Tom's. Okay. Like you buy one, they donate a food packet. Oh, it's, that's amazing. It's rad. Uh, yeah, my friend that's involved with it. It's it's like the coolest thing ever. But and then um, Corey has his little booze shelf. <laughs> because you are a connoisseur of I, well, I like booze. Lafroig. And there's and I have a coffee section. I tend to be in charge of the coffee. Coy's so in charge of the coffee. I yeah. have a whole cupboard that's full of coffee knickknacky stuff. Yes, it's true. Like three different ways to make coffee. Yeah. I will be the one who buys the big bins of like spinach. Uh-huh. Um, but then you'll often cook with it. So but we will we're the type of people too though who will look in the fridge and it's Bear. And we'll just bitch about it and then close the fridge door and not fix the problem. Be like, there's nothing to eat. Boom. Oh, there's nothing to eat. <laughs> I, I don't know. It takes a lot. Now, because we're downtown, just walk. Yeah. I was just thinking, you live like so close to so many great places mm-hmm. within walking distance. How often do you eat out? It goes in waves. I don't even live within walking distance of that many places, and I eat out all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, you inspire me to go so many places. It goes in waves. Like, sometimes I feel like we'll eat out a lot, and then, and then we'll get on cooking jags. Right. You, you're often the one to initiate the cooking thing. Like, he has this great, like, um, this book, The 4-Hour Chef, that we've done a lot of recipes from, and that's often Corey's impetus. Timothy Ferris. Yeah. yeah. The 4-Hour Chef. It's great. It's fun. It's a fun book. Yeah. It looks good from here. It is. Like it you is can judge good. a book by its spine. Yeah, because it isn't just about cooking. It's about how to do all these different things in sure. an efficient amount of time. It's what's, really cool. What's the four hours? Well, he, I don't know. I really don't know what that means. But he's really into meta-learning. He's into, this is a guy who, I'm sure that, I don't know that I'd want to sit down and like have uh, a dinner with him. But it's a fun <laughs> book to flip through. And this is a guy who has learned, he learned Mandarin in eight weeks. I what? Think. Enough to pass the foreign service exam? Yeah. He, this is not a guy that I have much in common with. <laughs> <laughs> He's really interested in the most, the, the quickest and most efficient way to learn something, and which includes what not to waste time learning. Hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, he's so with cooking, processes. yeah, it's about, yeah. it's about what are the basic tools that you need to make just about anything in the kitchen. Um, uh, he got, I, I've learned a whole new way to make steak that I'm really a and fan of now. It's great. really good. Will you really please well. share that way? Sure. Well, this is from memory, so I don't know how accurate it is. But one of the things you do is first you salt brine it. So you put a layer of coarse salt on one side of the meat. Put that in the fridge for like as long as you can. And wait, is it uncovered? It's uncovered. Yeah, yeah. so like you air air the meat, which I think a lot of us have been taught, always keep meat covered, clamped down. Right. And then you rinse that off when you're about to cook and dry it. And then you put it, and you get it as dry as possible. Then you put it in the freezer. Preferably on like a a cooling rack so the air can... Soaking the air that's Hmm. going all over the meat. Mm. And you do that for like a half an hour, no more than 45 minutes, because... You're wanting to, that makes it even drier. Uh huh. So that Seems when you put it from that onto yes. the screaming hot pan that you're gonna cook it on, um, it caramelizes much Yeah, it makes easier. the outside just, you know, yeah. that beautiful. So you tasty. do it, you cook it for like a minute on each side in the pan, and then you finish cooking it in the oven. You have the oven preheated to, I don't know, 160, and uh, you finish it in the oven. So it's, Caramelized on the outside, juicy on the inside. It's really good. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, oh my rosemary. god. Mm. Yeah. 
from both of your childhoods that you've introduced one another to? Hmm. <laughs> I just splashed on one. What? <laughs> it's not that exciting, but when I was a kid, going to the grocery store in the deli section, <laughs> they would have those potato wedges. Like, they have them in, like, the Ralph's deli section. They're, like, seasoned Are, potato wedges. Okay, so Big they've been roasted? Fries. Oh, they They're, like, giant fries, but they have, like, a breading coating on them. Never but had this. I grew up, I don't know why, calling them Jojo Potatoes, okay? I don't know why. I don't know why, but anyway. Okay. So, so nowadays, when Corey and I go into the routes, he'll be like, let's go see if they have Jojo Potatoes, and then he'll go find them. So that's that's one food from my childhood that you mm-hmm. now appreciate. Absolutely. Jojo Potatoes. Probably said that way by no one but me. But they're really good. They're really good. Can you describe them a little bit more? They have breading and yeah, it's like it's like they took a potato and just cut it into wedges. The skin's on, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they're they seem like they they're very lightly breaded, and then fried. I assume. Yeah. And, and seasoned. Seasoned, and then yeah, they're like giant thicker steak fries. And they're served hot. Hot. Yeah. Oh. You get I've never even that. been to Ralph's hot food section. It's oh pretty God. good. They have really good fried chicken, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I've never been. They're good. Okay. Uh, and what about you? What have you introduced to me? Well, your mom, like when we go visit Corey's family in Ohio, your mom cooked a dish one time that I was just like, oh my God. It involved and rolls and cheese and sausage or something. I don't know. It was like, you know, a Midwest. You want to jump into it and sleep casserole. <laughs> yeah. You know, those yeah. kind. Yeah. Um, oh, crescent rolls in the casserole. I love yeah. casseroles, too. I, I just, love crescent rolls. Yeah. Can I get this recipe? I, I, I just remember being like, yes! Like, it was <laughs> so good. Uh, I, and it drives me crazy sometimes how we label food bad, good. It drives me crazy. To me, that was all good. <laughs> that was such good food. I love that casserole. I grew up with a lot of meals that had, I think, like a can of French onion soup mm-hmm. in the recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can of mushroom soup. Cuban mushroom soup. Yeah, yeah. No. But that shit's good. That's good stuff. That yeah. is good stuff. My mom, after Thanksgiving, would always make some casserole, some pasta casserole with cream and mushroom soup. And the turkey. Oh, what a great idea. It was so, I still crave that. And it was always just once a year. Once a year, we got it. Mm, That sounds so good. Mm. Now, I know that you guys often eat, you not, uh, you guys do, I don't know if they're diets or or like, you guys go, you guys go through phases together and you do it together. Yeah. So I'm wondering, has there ever been something where... One of you starts it, and the other one's like, "I'm not doing this anymore." Or like you both go through it, through it to the end. Yes, um, actually, interesting—not interesting enough—but Corey has much more stamina with this stuff than I do. Really? Yeah. Like we did, and we will never do it again. I think it's horrible. Um, that um, master cleanse. That master cleanse. Oh, okay. It's so bad for you. Like the nutrients are—it's so bad for you. But anyway, we did it. We said this we were going to do it for. Five days. Well, that's lemon, the lemon juice, cayenne, maple, maple syrup. syrup. Okay. Yes. Nonsense. No. Anyway, <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> but um, you were hardcore and stuck it out. And I think I gave up after three days, four days. That is amazing. He did it full five days. Oh my God. I'm still doing it. It's <laughs> five years. I can now. like put him in my palm and blow him places. But. And then, uh, and then we did this press juicery thing because it when it opened down the street, and um, you did it for the full three days, and I caved after the second day. 
I, but it's always your idea to it do is, it in the first place. <laughs> and then Corey sees it through and I bail. But you you did it really well. And I think with those cleanses, sometimes you have to give it like three days to get past your withdrawal symptoms of like no sugar, no caffeine. No fun. No fun. Oh no chewing. <laughs> well, had to, for both of these cleanses, did you get any of those highs that they say? Because I always give up after... 12 hours, so I don't know if yeah. there's any benefit to what I do. I don't know. I felt kind of giddy, I guess, <laughs> but in the same way that you do whenever you do something too much, or, you know what I mean? If you don't get enough sleep and you feel out of it and strange, right. like that's what it felt like, but instead of sleep, it was, you know, vital nutrients. <laughs> what's, nice about, what's nice about those cleanses, though, in a way, is you, you said this, I think, is that you're off you're off the food grid in terms of marketing. So all of a sudden, you're given this series of things that you have to drink or whatever. That's it. Your job is done for the day. You don't have to be like, oh, what am I going to eat for lunch? Right. Where am I going to buy that? Oh, look at that billboard for Jack in the Box. I don't know. It's just all, it's done for you. So in that respect, it was an interesting social experiment for me to, uh -huh. to just be taken off the food grid for a bit. And frankly, a good reminder that a lot of people are not on the food grid right in a consistent way right and you're like god damn i better appreciate the fact that i can go to a grocery store and buy whatever i want absolutely you know it was a nice reminder of that so hmm. when you guys are at home and you open the cupboards and there's nothing there who's the one who makes the decision usually because in my household it's me yeah i think me yeah 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 I, and I, I have to admit, I, I like going food shopping by myself. Me too. Abe does not like it. Do you like food shopping? No. <laughs> no. Good at all. Which is why, I mean, like, I like cooking, but I'm terrible at gathering the ingredients in the first place. Like, I, that's why I like making soups and things that oh, are just using whatever we have to, to do it. Yeah. But, but the thing is, I also like following a recipe, but getting the actual ingredients that it's like it might as well not happen. It's like watching a food show on TV and you're like, oh, I'd love to make that, but I don't have any of those things and right. I'm not going to go buy them. <laughs> so you would rather be have, have the ingredients in front of you and like an Iron Chef just sure, make it happen? Sure, that would be so happen. much fun, yeah. yeah. Oh. Or again, I like just seeing what we already have mm -hmm. and doing something with that. Uh, that's you're good fun. at that. And yeah. making making something out of because I'll I'll look in the fridge and I'll just see separate ingredients and I won't get any inspiration. I'll be like, oh, there's some shallots. I don't think you can make oh, a I soup out of anything. Yeah, That's see, I don't great. think that way. He, he'll do that. I mean, if you have some celery and some broth and some onion, boom. Yeah, it's, it's a good start. It's true. Stone yeah. soup. Stone, Stone soup. soup. There you go. I love that book. Um, who taught you to cook? No, I don't. I don't, I'm not really a cook, I, but, um, oh, but I taught myself, I guess, but just from things going badly <laughs> in the past, you know, it's more of just like, oh, I'll never do that again. <laughs> Will you still eat bad food? Um, you mean like fast food? No, I so, meant like if you oh, made a recipe yeah. and it went horribly wrong, oh, yeah. you still eat it? Oh, yeah. In fact, oh, yeah. recently I tried making these vegetables while Joy was out, and I was, the it was carrots. the first time. Yeah, it was carrot. I was, I, it, the recipe was just carrots, but I was like, oh, I'll add in some asparagus and Brussels sprouts and some other things. And and it said to cook it on the stovetop. It made no sense. I ruined a pan doing this. Oh, no. And... And it said to cook, I'm very literal too, and the recipe called for like cook it until the liquid is gone. So I was like, okay. I, and I just let that thing cook the smoke everywhere. And, um, and I knew instinctually, like, this isn't good. This is not going to be good. And I charred. You're all like, but of what's it. the next step? <laughs> I know. Everything's on fire. I <laughs> like, can't breathe, but then I'm supposed to add chicken stock. And they and it was just terrible, but I ate every bite of it. He ate the bitter results. Oh, God. Wow. I walked the in carbon. and I was like, was What carbon. happened? Yeah. yeah, it was pure carbon. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was think like, I'm the not same way that. too. I I will it has something has to be really bad for me not yeah. to eat it. I can't not eat food that's in front well, of me. Well, I guess when you feel like you participated in its demise, yeah. you owe it yeah. to it to try to eat it. 
Give it it looks so pretty it in its, the picture. To its grave. Yeah, with some dignity. Okay, well, does that mean you're not going to be using that cookbook anymore? Or? No, I'll probably try that recipe again, oh. too. And, Very determined. I liked the, the idea of it. It just... The execution. The execution was Needs terrible. Needs some refining. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Are, are either of you bakers? I love to Enjoy. bake. Yeah, you yeah, do bake a good it. cookie, I remember. Yeah, I like to bake. Aww. I don't know if I'm terribly adventurous. Like, Molly, my friend Molly, she can make macarons. Wow. I, I, she can make beautiful souffles. I, I don't, that is a whole other level to me. Do you know what I mean? When the chemistry gets so involved that, like, things can rise or fall depending on how you move in the house. I don't, I don't. But cookies, yes. Oh, Breads, Joy. yes. It's not really baking, but Joy makes this, um, Rosemary cashew. Oh yes, that's a, from a friend of mine, biscotti. Peter Van Norden, gave me this recipe for yes, a rosemary cashew biscotti that is out of this world. Oh, it's so wow. good! You better set aside a half day. Yeah, biscotti is time-consuming and sticky. Yeah, but delicious. You gotta turn it and turn it on you, but it's good. Mm. It is very impressive when you're like, and I made homemade biscotti. Yeah. True. Like, who makes homemade biscotti? You're right, and it comes with a wow factor. And it just smells so good, like your home. Those days, it just smells so good. That does sound really good. I'll make it. I'll, I haven't made it in a long time. I'll yeah. make it now. I'm inspired. Good. Yeah. But but those are the kinds of things that I do love to do every now and then because it takes time. You have to take the time. There is no shortcut. Yeah. Like, Same you, with Parker House rolls. Those rolls. Yes. Make. I make them for Thanksgiving. Oh, I've heard about them. Oh. I've never had actually had them, but they look amazing. Oh, they're And they're time-consuming too, right? They're time the dough has to the rise. rising. Yeah. But I mean. But so I, I like, I appreciate that. It forces you to slow down. You have to take the time. I like those things. So when you make a big batch of stuff, then you're just eating it the rest of, that's usually how you guys go about making, making and eating? Okay. Cora will make a giant vat of soup that we skim off of for days. I'll yeah. make a batch of chili. I love that. Big thing of pasta that we just store in the fridge and reheat. Because essentially we're lazy. I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy Me about too. it. I don't. When I'm hungry, I just want to eat. I don't want to. I don't want to have to prepare anything in that moment. Right. I just want to eat it. So when you do decide to prepare a a meal, is it done spontaneously, or or do you sometimes think tonight I'm going to make a fried chicken? Mm. And sometimes that when we buy ingredients specifically for a meal. When we're able to get it together enough to be like, okay, let's make this, and we need these things, then it's more of a produced event. But oftentimes it's like, what do we have? Yeah, you're good at that. You're good at the day-to-day cooking. Throw it together and make enough to last for a few days. I don't have to think about it again for a while. But we have like a beef tongue in that freezer that's been there for like months. What? Months. Because you have a beef tongue. Again, it was a recipe that I was like, oh, I want to make this, and. We were at a farmer's just, market, and we were like, that's probably a good place to buy. Like, you oh, don't want yes. a sketchy tongue. No, you don't want a sketchy <laughs> tongue. No, no, no. Dubious tongue. So, yeah, but it's but, been in there for months. It's intimidating me. Every time we open the freezer, we're like, yeah. <laughs> maybe you should put in a slow cooker. Oh, that's a, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe. It sounds like something that could yield some wonderful... I'm intimidated by just like knowing what what part of the tongue because I don't think you you don't eat the whole thing. There's oh, okay. there's a part of the tongue huh. that you are aiming for that it's like supposed to be like they didn't butcher it for you. It's no, literally it's just, uh, it's just the tongue. Uh, tongue. Wow, that's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. it's it extremely. It is. It is. It's like a giant eyeball. Oh my in god! There. I'm like, gonna look just, at the tongue. The tongue just, is coming out. The tongue <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> the annual tongue viewing. Oh my god. Let's, let's it's happening. It's happening. The Gorbals makes a wonderful tongue. That's right. I remember from your blog reading that you'd had a really delicious. It was amazing, but I think it was cooked like sous vide. Oh, Christ. Yeah. You know? So um, it was tender, and because I think it was this is perfect. the kind of thing that could be very. There's the tongue. See, you can There's see. his little bumps. Look at the bumps. Yeah, that's a tongue. Look at It's like curved back on itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's enormous. Oh my god. Yeah, used yeah to and then eat things. This tongue tasted lots of grass. I think did you ever read that Ramona book, the Beverly Cleary book where they the mom served tongue? Yes. 
Oh. And there was rebellion. Yeah, yeah, there was because they were at first they were like, mm, "This is delicious, mom," and, and mom just smirked at the table until they realized that there were bumps on that meat. That's right. They scrape and they're like, "Yeah," ah. and they're like, "Ah!" I remember reading that being like, "Well, that is never happening in my family." I will say one thing. Um, I've always considered myself a relatively adventurous eater, but Corey will eat anything. Oh. And he's passed that down to his daughter too. Chloe will eat. She's eating bugs. She'll eat anything. You guys should listen to episode number 19 because my interview, that my guest is Eddie Lynn, who's the Deep End Diner. Oh, yeah. He talks about eating like guinea pig and peacock oh, and just. Whoa. Peacock. Yeah. Some, is, some, and some stuff. Don't eat before or after you listen to it because there are some things he describes that are just. Fair enough. Really not appetizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. that's great that she's such an adventurous well, eater. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? I think from the very beginning with her and my uh, my ex-wife, when she was little, we just never, you know, I would see my brother and uh, sis, sister, I love them. Um, and they'll never hear this. <laughs> they would they would make different meals for their kids than what they were eating often, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I you won't like this. They, they have the chicken nuggets, they have the pizza. Right. I remember my sister-in-law feeding, going to feed Chloe some food, and uh, I forget what it was, like sweet potato or something, and before it was in her mouth, she said, Night, you're probably not going to like this, and then put it into her mouth. And uh. I thought, well, that's just silly. Why would you tell a kid that they're not going to like this food? Maybe she'll love it. Right. It's a weird thing that we put on, I think, children mm-hmm. sometimes. And of course, they'll eat whatever you put in front of them if you if you assume that they will. I think yeah. you know. And of course, some people, some kids, clearly, really are picky eaters and will not want to vary from their prescribed thing. But I think for the most part, kids. Yeah, you just you guys just fed Chloe whatever you were eating. Like, yeah, I mean, and if she just... didn't want to eat it, well, then she didn't eat that night. But yeah. life went on, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, well, that book bringing up. Bebe that I read that talks about how the French uh, feed their kids. It's like they're constantly introducing new flavors to them, and if the kid doesn't like it in that moment, they don't give on it, give up forever. on it in perpetuity. Yeah, they, then they'll reintroduce it later and see if their tastes have changed. That's 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 really intelligent. Yeah, that's yeah. those French. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does Chloe cook with you guys ever? No. She really no, doesn't. She has no interest in that. <laughs> she doesn't seem to yet. No, yeah, not yet. Maybe you gotta get her her own knife. Yeah, actually, well, that right. actually that that's a good way. And then she may want to chop some. You're right. Yeah, she loves chef. to help. Like, she does love to help. She'll yeah. help with anything, but she doesn't have a an interest in it that no. I can see. No. Does she have an interest in eating it? Oh yeah, yeah. she loves it. sushi. She loves all kinds of food. I mean, she's yeah. she's great that way. Yeah. Feed her anything. Okay, we're gonna play a little newlywed game. Uh-oh. Let's get some. Let's let's get some pieces of paper. <laughs> just two, just two pieces of paper okay. and 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 and, a, and two pens. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I just I just came up with this brilliant idea. This has wow. never You're been done, but I thought that. Well, I just like talking about food. It's fun. And, you know, it's funny because I know you guys so well that I don't know you guys at You're all. Right. You're right. Now that I'm talking about food with you guys, okay. So I want you both to write down on your piece of paper what you think the other person's last meal would be oh, and whoa. we're gonna see oh. how close how well do you oh, two man. know each other that's a that's a last good meal. question there could be so many things well maybe something that you thought you think the person would like and then we'll find out we'll we'll find we'll find out how how close um, hmm. last meal always sounds so morbid it does Your favorite favorite meal it does and of course it brings up all the other things that i regret <laughs> the idea of dying <laughs> oh i better take care of paul okay uh, it's okay. hard to not to do it from my eyes like what would i want okay i'm gonna pause okay. and we'll be right back because i wasn't how you do it here we are and they're done that was quick <laughs> okay so let's see <clears throat> so whoa Oh, this is quick. Okay, so <laughs> what do you think, Corey, about eating some In-N-Out? Oh, that's a good, that's a good last meal. Yeah. 
go out with a nice greasy bang. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Well, definitely you a okay burger. I mean, a, a really a double double. If it was the last meal, yeah, I'd love a nice. He does love burgers. Burger. Yeah. Would yeah. it be an In-N-Out burger? Maybe not an In-N-Out. Maybe not burger. In-N-Out, but uh, you know. What is I, your I favorite burger ever? Oh man. Well, there was this place in New York that we would go to. Um, what was it? The Shake Shack. No, it was this little gastropub that had this oh, burger that was... Oh, 504, the one in Soho? Yeah, yeah. yeah there was this gastropub that did this burger that... And my favorite thing about it was that the bread. It was on a, uh, like a Portuguese... Um, muffin. Muffin. Mm. English muffin. Portuguese, English but it was, muffin. It was a know. Portuguese... Like, what makes it Portuguese, I don't know. I don't know, but it was... Oh, my God, that was a good burger. <laughs> and we, would go, we went back probably 15 times. We went back a lot. Yeah, we did a lot. In the month we were there. Yeah, we did yeah. a lot. They knew us on a first-name basis. Yeah. yeah. Were there condiments on this burger that... Wasn't there like a crispy cheese thing? What? Yeah, you're right. There was oh, like, like a, a parmesan crisp. Yeah, like a crisp. Yeah. Yeah, mm. one of those delicious yeah. things. And the burger itself was just really good. They cooked it, it just delicious. perfectly. Yeah. How do you like your burger? Medium cooked? rare. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Little the, blood. Little, little, blood. little bit of... While we were talking about In-N-Out, I'm wondering what your feelings are about their fries. Mm. I love their fries. You're okay with them? Yeah, yeah. Why See, is there? Well, because no, I, I no no no. There, there's nothing you should know. Okay. But Abe and I, every time we get their fries, we're always slightly disappointed. But then we eat the entire thing, <laughs> and then the next time we go, we order them again, <laughs> and it's know, always like you can order them to be crispy. <gasps> you can ask for that because that. Because I, <sighs> yeah, because I know they're often. That's what like, I have to do. And you can, I forget what the code for that is or whatever. You know how they have all those codes yeah. or anything? But you can ask for them to be more crispy. I want my fries dead. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't want them. <laughs> it's probably then, something like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the word is, but like, I always get Electrocute my. Electrocute them. Yeah, right. I always get my, like, my <laughs> burger <laughs> animal. I like is that one? No, pro- I get a protein style. Protein the with, the, with the lettuce. Yeah. So is they, that messy? The no, lettuce. they wrap it really, really well. No and messier than a lot of than lettuce too. Actually, it's more than just like lettuce. one like a sheet. salad almost. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I, I love I eating should, it that way. I should get mine protein style. It's tasty. Mm. Mm. It's tasty. Everything tastes better in the car too. That yes. might be yeah, your problem that? with the fries. You gotta yes. be driving when you're eating. Well, them. and and the other thing is that um, <laughs> it's true. They're hit or miss. I found like depending on where you go. So I might have been going to the wrong oh. in and outs because right. I feel like there's been two experiences where I've been like, "Wow, these are great fries," and oh. then the other two like, times I was like, "These are not as wonderful as I remember them being." And lackluster fries are sad. Yeah. Yeah. We know what place has great fries that I went to recently that surprised me and Abe, and we we're still talking about it last night. Is Islands. Oh, it's oh I cheese. saw that yeah. cheddar cheese yeah, fries. Yeah, cheddar cheese fries with oh. scallions. Those look <laughs> so good. Delicious. It, it, look, it looked like real cheese. Yeah. Not like the Velveeta. Uh, it looked yeah. like actual cheese. It was mm. very, very good. And they I look highly really recommended. I think we were all sh- pretty shocked. Yeah. Okay. That's not what you would expect. Um, I, d- I did that wrong. I just realized when, when, I, when I told Corey what his last meal <laughs> was going to be. Oh, now, wow. Okay, now I'm going to ask Joy, what would your last meal be? Ah. Oh. oh god, there's so many things. I don't know, macaroni and cheese? Oh, I, wow. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> how about bibimbap? Okay, actually, I'm not going to lie. That cut, that came into my head. Really? Yeah, that came into my head because that is one of my favorite things to eat. Right. You get excited whenever it's I do. around. I do. <laughs> it's like a celebrity for me. <laughs> oh, bibimbap. Yeah, I do. Making it's pain in the ass, but you, you don't know. make it. I, ha- I can make it, and I have made it a couple times, but it is so labor-intensive. So much Korean food is so labor-intensive. Just a lot of chopping, right? Oh, well, and also the preparing of each of those segments of the dish takes, right? you know. But it's worth it. It's so good in the end, but you're so exhausted. Is there a specific place you like to go to to get it, since you don't like to make it at home? I think BCD Tofu House has really good bibimbap. <laughs> um, I wish I, I'm trying to think, um, that's, that's the last place I had it and it was delicious. Uh, I'm not too picky. I'm really not, I'm not a picky eater. I'll eat almost anything. Like, I don't care. 
Like, I love food, but I'm not that picky. I'm Careful what you say, I can one. see Lynn being like, okay, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like I don't, I love nachos you get at the movie theater and I nachos do that are made by, you know, I don't. Yes. That doesn't matter to me. I am with you 100%. Yeah. I know a good food, but sometimes I'm like, may not want you to be your taste tester because I'm like, it's good. Yeah. All good. <laughs> Bring on the chemicals. But, like, if, I, I, but oh. if I have like hundreds and hundreds of dishes in front of me, um, I can tell which ones are better than other That's ones true. at the same time. That's true. I think when money comes into mm. factor, you know, like there's sometimes where I'm just like, yeah, this is not worth right. as you're much right. as you're charging for it. Or That's you true. taste it differently because it was so expensive. Whereas if it, if you didn't know how much it cost, you might not right. like it nearly you as much. You wouldn't give it know. the power of, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like those wine tests where they had yes. this, you know, wine experts choosing two-buck chuck because they didn't know that it was <laughs> right. two-buck chuck. Right. You know? yeah. Blind. The blind yeah. taste test. Yeah. Right. I'd be, I'd be, I'd like to do a blind taste test one time. I think that would be a fun experiment. That would be yeah. fun. Ooh, do you know what you should try? What? Have you ever had a miracle berry? Oh my oh, God. I've always wanted to we do have that. We have no. Yeah. No, you don't. We have yeah. some. No, you do don't. No, you don't. And, 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 oh wait, my and God. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Oh my God. Lynn, Lynn. Oh my God. It's so amazing. Oh my God. This, the grapefruit, yes, because it's Oh my God. Okay, so let's explain. Yeah. Miracle berry is basically a berry from Africa? From South America. And you take the miracle berry and it will make, it'll change the way things taste. Right? Is that, is that what yes. it is? Yes. Yes. Oh, this is a product of Taiwan. I don't know if that's really where <laughs> I don't think that's from. Oh my God, this is crazy. But, uh, oh it's my God. It's really a strange thing. This is, I'm, I'm taking out my camera because this is happening. I can't believe you guys had these. Yeah, Corey. And Barry. Corey found out about them years ago. And yeah, what is, what this is actually happening. The sour things were, yeah, maybe the grape. What were some of the things? And well, Barry. There are things that you will taste that I'm gonna, are not. Okay, this, this says on it, experience something truly amazing. Emberry tablets transform ordinary foods into the extraordinary. Emberry, trademark, is all natural and made from the finest selection of miracle berries. Turn on your taste buds and seduce your senses. Now, where did you guys get this? Uh, miracle uh, ingredients are miracle fruit powder. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm made of miracle fruit powder and cornstarch. Yeah. Um, I don't really understand what it is. There but are things that like you could taste. Oh my god, I'm slightly good. frightened. Like yeah. ketchup. Do you remember we tried Yeah, we tried it with ketchup. Oh my god, this well, is. It has generally the same effect on most foods, doesn't it? It's like sweeter. It makes it sweeter. Weirdly but what they found, of course, you know, is that oftentimes with say a cancer patient or with someone who has trouble eating or their appetite, this can make it easier for them to Oh, um, that change. makes sense. Yeah, and so try it with something. So wait, what does she do, Corey? Well, we're all gonna do it, right? We are? Yeah, okay. This sure. this is quick. I didn't know we were doing drugs today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very it's, um, Okay, right, you put okay. it on your tongue and dissolve and completely. Dissolve. So, so these look like tablets. Go to theactorsdiet.com and look up Miracle Berry well, if you wanna cheese. know what these look like. Um, Sister, try it with cheese. Let's try it with oh. cheese. Oh my god. How much of this do I eat? Oh, I want to try it with the one tablet. One whole tablet? Yeah. And you let it dissolve. And let it dissolve on your FYI, tongue. one tablet is zero calories. We're going to try some. Total fat, zero. Some Sodium, powder, yeah. zero. Total carbohydrates, zero. This has nothing in it. But <laughs> magic. But magic power. Nothing but miracles. It's, it suggests trying it with, um, weirdly, it says generic tequila. Oh, I'm not going to have generic tequila. <laughs> We're going to try it with pepper jack. Oh, it's gonna be like, wow. that, that might be, idea. that might be oh, how about some foul. Our, should we try it with some of our honey? We could. I'm, I'm taking, I, this, this just suddenly turned into a party, people. <laughs> uh, I'm, oh. I'm dreading what it's going to taste like with Okay. okay, so, so, so I'm, I have the, I'm the miracle berry in my hand. I am photographing it. I am putting the miracle berry in my mouth and letting it dissolve. Okay, I'll do that too. Here we go. 
Right, because after it, it dissolves, the effects of it linger for a decent mm. amount of time. Mm. It's um. And you want to really coat your tongue. Oh, okay. Let's let's get all. It, it tastes like um. A slightly sour. Uh, but a little bit sweet. What it kind of tastes like is these things in China called haw flakes. Mm, I know what you're talking you know about. What I'm talking about? Yes. Like, and and you're how right. I described those when I was a kid was dried up fruit roll up bits. Yes. Oh, you're totally right about the fruit roll up bits. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> you're right. That's that totally so nailed this it. Is that, it. It's like um, haw flakes. Yeah, because wow. it's not terribly sweet or anything. It's just. No, it's just. And, and and you know it's it's kind of delicious. Okay, so so we have here we have um, grapes. We have we have honey. That oh my god, we didn't even talk about honey, you guys. Ooh, I might honey, have to have right. you guys on another podcast to talk about <laughs> the honey. old bank honey. Um, right. That's right, people. Corey and Joy make their own honey from their own beehive. Yes. So the bees do it. We steal oh, it yeah. from them. Oh man, I really want to like bite down on this and like just know, get I to know, it. But you know, no, let it just poke should, your I got patience. You should try the grapefruit with it first. Patience, no? patience. Okay. Maybe we should have tried food before. We know what a grapefruit tastes like. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I enough guys. With, with I know what a grapefruit tastes like. Can I know. After it dissolves, is yours dissolving yet? Mine has. has Mine has not. I'm, I'm sucking away. I know. Mm. It's really what about, um, hard to be patient. Should we try some balsamic vinegar? Okay. Ones that that hasn't been reduced. Yeah. Put it, put it <laughs> and it'll little. taste reduced. I can't believe we're doing this. I've always wanted to do this. Oh my God. Those are insane. What are Sichuan buttons? They they literally make your mouth feel like it's being uh, given little shocks of electricity. Oh, I don't. Want that? You're like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's they're crazy, yeah, but they're it's cool. Like, um, have you ever touched your tongue to a battery? Like a and battery? if you say no, no I have never that's done because that. You're a normal person, <laughs> and most I've never touched my tongue to a nine volt battery. Really? You know, Corey's Corey's <laughs> Corey's experimental. <laughs> I think that he's done that. No, okay. I never did it. It's almost, it's almost, it's almost dissolved. This is. This is real this time. takes all my patience not to crunch because I'm a cruncher. Okay. Yeah, I really want to bite this thing and, like and get to it, you know. Okay, so we're gonna seduce our senses. <laughs> Wait, I like how it says like try it with the following, and then you know it has like a picture of a pineapple, and then the pineapple is the same size as the chili pepper. Yeah, nothing. Now, try it with a giant chili do, pepper. Do I really trust that? Do I really trust a no, company no, no. that would find make a chili me pepper that? that's to scale with a pineapple? All right. Okay. That's pretty we, dissolve. I'm okay, gonna crunch right, it. Okay, dissolve. okay, I'm gonna give Lennon Len a great tap slice. Guys, I'm kind of scared, <laughs> but also extremely excited. Okay. Here we go. Grapefruit. Wait, I have to photograph it. <laughs> <laughs> You're having to totally multitask. Right okay. Podcasting, tripping on berries, <laughs> and eating grapefruit. Here we go. It's the sweetest grapefruit I've ever had. <laughs> it is like sugar. Yeah. That's amazing. Like if you do it with a straight lemon, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I wish oh we had a my we god. Lemon. It's like candy. That's crazy. How long does this good? last? Like 20 minutes. No, not that long. Does it? Not crazy? That's bonkers. That like, I mean, it tastes like grapefruit, grapefruit, grapefruit candy. But really good grapefruit. You should grapes? give these to children. Yeah, have a good okay, these well, are great. Now you should, get, you should eat this with out of season fruit or something like oh. that. You know? Oh my god, this is very sweet. Oh my god! It's very sugary. Oh my god, it's it's pure sugar. <laughs> it's pure sugar. This ah, grape is very sweet. This grape is very it's like what I imagine those cotton candy grapes would taste like. Uh, it's very sweet. Very, uh, very sweet. Very, okay, very, wait, very can sweet. Can we try a piece of this hot cheese? Yeah. Hot I'm cheese time. This might be skank. Hot cheese time. Ah. Mmm. It's pretty normal. Okay, mm. pepper pepper jack cheese. Um it tastes different to me. Oh. Mm. Ah, it tastes odd. Um, well, it's, just it's it's very it's it's very intense cheese. It's spicy, but not in the same way. 
I can feel the spice more than taste it. Yes. That makes I, sense. Yeah. Yeah. I totally feel that spice too. Yeah. Balsamic okay. vinegar. No, no, we're trying balsamic vinegar. Oh, I think it's gonna be nasty. Oh, blah, blah. I don't like that. I don't know. That tastes well, like it tastes like balsamic vinegar. It's extra tangy, <laughs> but a little bit sweeter. A little bit sweeter. Like it's already mixed with ice cream. You know what I mean? You're like yeah. Drizzled on top of vanilla. Uh, All right, let me try tequila. Oh, okay. Okay. Tastes like tequila. <laughs> I'm not I mean, complaining. Maybe I'm not. I'm not drinking. But I don't like tequila. And now I'm gonna try honey. Wait, yeah. do I, should I just do my finger? Yeah, just, okay. here, let's just let it drizzle. drizzle, drizzle yeah, that tastes like tequila. I, ooh, strong. Okay, I'm going to have some honey. It'll probably just be extra sweet. That's extra, extra sweet honey! Is it? Is it? Let me taste. That That's pretty. That's strange. It doesn't taste like your normal honey. Mm -mm. I think it tastes delicious. Oh, uh, wow, that is much sweeter than normal. Well, that was... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll have another piece of grapefruit to wash it down. Yeah, the citrus, it's... Oh my so god! Yeah, the citrus is so citrus delicious, because it gets so sweet. This... We'll send you home with some of them and, mm -hmm. and try it with lemon. Like, okay. the sourest mm -hmm. thing you I know can Abe find. always wanted to try this, because mm -hmm. it really becomes like lemonade candy. Like lemonade amazing. candy. Well, guys, thank you for the party. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the food. This is amazing. That was really fun. And this is not the last you've heard from Joy and Corey. We will definitely have to revisit again. So for more information, visit theactorsdiet.com and, and find out more about Joy, find out more about Corey, and find out more about the M-berry. Yeah, the M-berry. Bye-bye. <laughs>